actually as a as a junior in college, I was like, boy, I, you know, I'll go to a small school. I wonder if there's any way I can get a varsity letter. And I started looking around and I, uh, I signed up for cross-country team. Dizwins Radio episode 890 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you in part by uh, YNAB, the budgeting software that uh, Rebecca and I have been using for a little over a year now. I guess it's going on not quite a year and a half, it'll be a year and a half about uh, the first of the year, but uh, it's definitely been a, a game changer for us. And, uh, you know, why is why is a budgeting software, you know, kind of a, 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 an affiliate sponsor for a running podcast? Uh, well, because we all know that running can be a, a little bit pricey, right? And, and especially, hopefully, fingers crossedly, is finger, fingers crossedly, is that a thing? I don't know. But, uh, you know, if races hopefully start to come back in, in full force in uh, 2021, you know as well as I do that there's going to be a lot of people with pent-up race aggression, not race aggression, but pent-up desire to run a race. And uh, if there's a bunch of races, there's going to be some of us that will be running a bunch of races. And that's where things start to get, uh, get a little bit pricey. And that's where, you know, a, a budgeting software, a budgeting plan. Whether it's YNAB or something else, whatever works for you is, uh, is obviously the most important thing. But uh, YNAB works for us because it helps to you know just kind of know where your money's going, know what you're spending money on, um, prioritize, execute, uh, plan for the future. So maybe you have a category for uh, upcoming races and start you know squirreling away 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks a month in there so that you know when, when the floodgates open, which hopefully will happen, you know, early 2021. But who knows? I mean, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to let it see how it all shakes out. But when that happens, you have instead of going, well, gosh, I'd love to run all these races, but I don't know. You go, you look at your wine app and go, damn, we got some money set aside. Let's 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 race, baby. So uh, if you want to check it out, I don't know if that if that helps at all, if it's worth it. But it, it's it's been a game changer for us, like I said. So if you want to check it out. Disruns.com slash YNAB is a link that'll give you uh, a free 34-day trial. And honestly, as I've said before, I'll say again, you can get that free 34-day trial whether you go through my link or not. Uh, if you just go to the YNAB regular page, you can get a, a free 34-day trial. But if you sign up with, with my link and then you decide to actually go forward with a subscription, it is a paid subscription. I pay yearly, I think it's like $85, something like that. Um, again, certainly well worth it. But if, if you decide after the trial that you want to go forward with it and you use my link versus this, the, the standard link, then you and I both get an extra free month on top of it. So you can end up getting 13 months for the price of 12. If after 34 days, you decide that you like it and want to keep going forward. So, uh, if you're, if you're so inclined and that's all the kickback, I don't get any other financial kickback other than I get an extra month added on to my, uh, my subscription. So, Hey, I'll take that. Uh, disruns.com slash YNAB. That's Y N A B stands for you need a budget. We all need a budget and uh, maybe a little extra segment in the, in the budget for, uh, events, races, things like that, running shoes, all those types of things. Not a bad thing to have a little extra, extra little something, something set aside for, but anyway, disruns.com slash YNAB. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. 
Hey guys, uh, today's guest is someone that uh, really enjoys running, obviously. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the one requirement to be on the show, right? Uh, but he also enjoys seeing others getting involved in this sport as well. So, you know, whether that means running with his family of, of you know, six, uh, four, four kids and him and his wife, um, or being part of the, the local running club and, and, and you know, engaging with, with folks in the community that way, or even at school where he's a, a principal of a school and uh, they have a, a program in place that uh, helps, you know, get, helps students train up for their first 5K, which is a pretty cool thing and certainly something I think we'll talk more about. Uh, running is something that uh, it seems like he just kind of can't get enough of. So uh, hopefully we can, I'm pretty sure, we can have a pretty good conversation today. And I'm excited to hear more about some of the details from his running life and things he's got going on. And it's a, a pleasure today to be able to welcome uh, Mr. Sean Vincent to the show. So thanks for joining us today, Sean. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to uh, to talk to you Uh Mono and mono. I, I've heard your show for a few years, and uh, it's one of my favorites to listen to on the run. Well, I, I appreciate that, Sean, and uh, thank you for being one of one of the many that have raised their hand to to kind of uh, you know get get to actually talk to me instead of talk at me when you're out on a run or whatever. You listen to the show and you're you're uh, you know responding to something that I say. It's, it's fun to be able to talk to you folks and uh, guys. If you enjoy today's conversation, you want to connect with Sean as well on the social medias. Uh, Twitter is a great place at s vincent v i n c e n t uh, twenty two at s vincent twenty two on Twitter. Of course, he's also on. Uh, or maybe not, of course, but he's also available on, on Facebook. Uh, search for Sean Vincent. Um, you know, he's got one of those random numbers. I should have wrote that down. I think number, you know, Sean.Vincent.391. Like Let me double check my, my notes here as I should have done this beforehand. Just, um, just look for Sean Vincent in Maine, and I think you'll yeah. find me. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is Sean Vincent.391, which we'll have that linked in the show notes as well. But he's, he's in the Facebook group. So if you're in the Facebook group and you see Sean Vincent, this is, this is the guy. Uh, and you can connect with him there as well. Uh, and as per usual, I have everything linked up in the show notes, just like always, Dizruns.com slash eight nine zero disruns.com slash eight nine zero uh to get all the, the places to connect with sean and links and all that good stuff as per usual so sean as you said you've you've listened to the show a few times so you know the the first question so i don't need to to kind of uh, lead into it too much uh but i'm still going to ask it for those who've never heard the show before maybe this is their first time listening what is what is this first question that you talk about it's real simple uh sean gotta ask it what is your favorite distance to race and why I'm going with the marathon, and the reason why I would go with the marathon is when you finish. You know, when you finish, you have that kind of this feeling of like a rock star status that you accomplished this this major goal that you are working towards. And uh, definitely not in the midst of it do I love it, but <laughs> at the very end, I, I feel great. And I think uh, leading up to the marathon is is equally uh, as satisfying for me. That that training plan that is in front of me, so I know how many miles I'm planning to run in a given week on a given day. And I can kind of build my schedule around um, my marathon training plan. And that um, I think that just puts my whole week, my whole day in, in a, in a good place to, to develop that routine. Um, when I'm off of a marathon training plan, my running is not as consistent. It's not as, as strong. Um, so I'm going to go marathon. I think it's good for me. Yeah. There's, there's uh as 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 you know probably and, and as a lot of folks have know because I've I've answered this question a few times uh, the marathon is is definitely my favorite race as well and uh, you're right you know when you're when you're training for a marathon when you've got something out there on the horizon um, it really does you know you, you like you know that uh, you know if you if you have certain goals for the races things like that that you're trying to achieve 
being ready for it requires a good bit of work and a good bit of commitment. And, and yeah, you, you kind of get into a nice groove and, and you make sure that, you know, whatever day you're doing your long runs and your other runs, like the, like it, it happens and it's easy to kind of be adrift a little bit when you don't have a race on your calendar, like you mentioned. So, I mean, I guess, I guess since you mentioned it and since, you know, living in the times that we live in, um, how, how are you doing with staying, staying kind of semi on track and, and consistent with your training and, and, you know, the, the world of COVID-19 and, and, a a lack of races for, for the better part of this year. Uh, for the most part, COVID-19 has provided me with uh, a lot of opportunity to get out and run. Um, and I was on fire um, from March through September. I think it really kept me um, in a good mental place, uh, you know, especially when you can't connect with other people. Getting an opportunity to get out there and, and be active was really, really important for me. Um and I had a marathon on the schedule for May, um, and I ended up going out and, and doing it with, with a friend. We went out and ran the marathon distance, obviously not the actual event. Um, and that was really positive. Um, and we ran a, a nice clip. Um, since that time, you know, I was building miles, you know, doing a really nice job staying on top of things. And then September came, and I uh, encountered heel spurs for the first mm-hmm. time. So between September and October, um, I'm starting to kind of build it back up again um, at this point, but it's been a, a uh, slow process because I've been trying to kind of navigate and figure out how to deal with heel spurs for the first time, and it's there's no joy in it. No, no, no joy is a very accurate uh, way of describing heel spurs from what I've what I've heard and what I've seen with with folks that uh, back in my athletic trainer days when you have a, an athlete that maybe had something like that or you saw somebody in a clinic that had a, a heel spur and uh, man, there's just this is not a whole lot of easy ways to to get around it. Are, are you finding anything that's bringing you any any relief or is it uh, is it still pretty uh, pretty difficult going every every step? Uh, it's not great, but um, what I've learned is uh if i kind of walk it out after i run so running in the morning is better than running in the evening um if if i walk it out the rest of the day that's actually better for it and uh i've also found that i probably should go every other day rather than running um you know five days a week which i've kind of done in the past um some stretching um i haven't done much icing but um i think for the most part for a while i tried to give it rest and just found like it, it wasn't making much of a difference. So I think I've got to grin and bear it a little bit and uh, just learn how to deal with it a little bit more because I, I can't stop running. It's too important. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, I guess we don't need to go too far down this rabbit hole because I think I went down at halfway decent because you asked a question about that uh, in a recent Q and a episode, but yeah, it's, you know, it, this is me being the injury guy. Right. And I'm always like, you know, do this, take care of this, solve the problem. Um, there's really not, short of, of, you know, surgery, like there's really not any way to really solve heel spurs with, with any types of treatments or rest or anything like that. So it is kind of, uh, a manage it and grin and bear it and kind of figure out how to adapt things a little bit. And, and, uh, hopefully you can find that, that nice mix so that, uh, you know, you can get back to, to run in pain free and whatnot, because yeah, running, running in pain all the time, especially when there's not a whole lot you can do to it, do for it is not a whole, uh, whole lot of fun. That's right. So, uh, what's your, uh, what's your running background, Sean? Is, is that something that, uh, has always been, uh, a part of your life or did you come to it, you know, semi recently or how'd you get started in the sport? So I, I was a, like everybody else that I think comes on here, you know, I like sports in, in middle school, high school, I did basketball and baseball, you know, up through high school. Um, and then I, I, uh, 
went to college and I actually as a, as a junior in college, I was like, boy, I, you know, I go to a small school. I wonder if there's any way I can get a varsity letter. And I started mm-hmm. looking around and I, uh, I signed up for cross country team. And, uh, and that was pretty awesome actually to go out and uh, run with the cross country team. I was the number five man and we ended up winning our, our conference um, in that one year. And that was my kind of one off. And I, I got my varsity letter and I went away from running <laughs> And then back in 2010, um, you know, as you start to, to climb up there in, in age a little bit, you, you look around, you say, you know what, I need to do something to, to be active. Uh, my wife had gotten involved in the local 5K circuit, and she was um, really enjoying the connections with, with other runners in the community. And, uh, and I jumped in, too. And, and uh, so since about 2010, I've been pretty active. You know, I started climbing the ladder, 5K, 10K, half marathons, marathons, and uh, been with it ever since. Yeah, there's there's something about, and I think a lot of us can can uh, relate to this. Um, you know, you, you get that little nudge from from somewhere, whether it's a spouse, partner, friend, uh, wherever the, the case might be. Uh, but once you get kind of into that local running scene and you start making running friends, um, and then, uh, you know, as, as running friends can be great friends and they can also be, uh, the, the, the death of all death of us all, as far as getting us into, Oh, well, you know, let's do this race and let's do that race. And it starts to just kind of take off from there. But yeah, being, a, being around other people and, and having that, those connections, uh, is, is pretty powerful. I agree. And that has been a big part for me, um, working at a school, there were a lot of teachers and uh, that, that were very active runners and they'd go running after school and I'd jump in with them from time to time. We'd go and do some, some races. And that was really helpful early on to, to keep me kind of hooked in. Um, and then getting involved in a um, local run club more recently has been a, a big game changer for me. Um, I, I was, I was happy and, and I'm happy enough to run by myself. And I do that primarily um, but there was a, a local run club, Sabatis Run Club. Um, the, the, the man who kind of leads that, his name's John, he reached out to me at a, at a 5K race and, and said, hey, you should, you should come out. And I didn't really know him or, or any of the other guys there, but it's made all the difference for me in, in increasing my pace and uh, you know, being consistent and just, again, you know, finding uh, the joy in running with other people and being part of something. Uh, that's been huge for me. Yeah, certainly. And uh, again, I mean, since since we're kind of on the topic, it's just a, it's a, I feel like it's a pretty timely question. But um, how is how is your uh, experience in the running club um, changed or been impacted due to the COVID situation? Is is you know group runs have been you know, are they still happening or are they kind of come and gone or or you know kind of how is how is the 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 running club dynamic been impacted this year? We took a break um, from about March to June. Um, we kind of closed down the run club and uh you know it it was difficult kind of missed it uh it came back i believe it was right near the beginning of june that that it opened up again and we started getting together pretty small groups initially and we still are we're fairly small anyway but um we would meet wednesday nights go for a run um, occasionally get together on the weekend and i have to say that 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 was uh so significant you know, in the midst of uh, COVID-19 to have that group of people to get together with. And we were smart, you know, trying to keep some, some distance uh, when we were running, but still able to kind of chat and, 
lift each other up and kind of talk about, you know, what, what's happening around us. It, it was, it was just healthy. It was so important in a time where everybody just felt really isolated and, and separated to get together and around that common interest was, uh, was huge. Yeah. That's, that's, I feel like I've heard that, you know, both in, in conversations on the podcast, chats on social media, whatever, but just, um, you know, having, having a few folks, even if, it, you know, maybe the whole group is, is like you said, in smaller sections or, or whatever the case might be, but just having, having some of those familiar faces and, and being able to have some of that, uh, actual, you know, in-person contact instead of looking through zoom meetings or whatever we've been doing for, uh, the last eight or nine or 10 months in some cases, um, you know, it, it really does make a difference on, on just kind of overall, you know, I mean, people were, we're, uh, as much as I'm an introvert, you know, I still, still like a little bit of human connection once in a while. And, and of course, for those that are, that really crave that connection even more, uh, it's been a tough time. So yeah, if, if you can get out, get some miles in, which we all know is good for good for health and good for mental health as well. And also get a little bit of chats in with some friends along the way. Um, it's, it's definitely, uh, a good way to, to try to help get through, uh, these tough times for sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like overall, I, we, we have a crowded house. There's six of us. <laughs> so I'm never by myself. Right. Um, but, uh, but it is a, uh, it, it's, it's nice to, to connect with people outside of, of that circle. And I know this is kind of a difficult time to say, Hey, go, you know, join your local run club. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, maybe it's not face to face. Maybe you are finding some people online that, that run. And I think, you know, you're, you're doing a great service here, Denny, and in, in offering this chance for runners to connect online and to feel connected to, to a group of people. I think that's, that's really important. Well, I, I appreciate that. And certainly if it's, you know, if, if it's helping one person, then it's certainly worth uh, the, the time and the effort and shoot. I mean, it helps me. So I guess, I guess we're already helping one person. If it helps <laughs> another person or, or two people or five people or whatever the case might be, uh, then then certainly happen to do happy to do it. Um, so, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, you mentioned kind of in, in the intro there or in the, that kind of opening discussion of, of getting into running, um, was kind of climbing the ladder up, you know, into, into some longer and longer races and that you did, you know, you had the, the, the spring marathon that got canceled. You ended up running it, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, with, with, with a friend, uh, doing 26.2 kind of without, you know, the, the pomp and circumstance of, of races. But, um, I, 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 what, what was that experience like for you? I mean, I know for some folks, the idea of running like kind of a virtual marathon, kind of just doing it on your own or, or with one or two people, um, is, is not exactly the, uh, the, the same, level of excitement maybe is one way to put it as, as going to a race, even if it's a small race, there's still a lot more pomp and circumstance. There's, there's more people, there's the excitement in the, the atmosphere. Uh, there's the bib, like there's the whole, you know, the whole nine yards that comes with a, with a proper race. Um, what was it like doing, doing that marathon this year? Uh, kind of, you know, a lot more low key than probably what you had planned when you signed up for it. It went better than I expected. You know, I, I'm, I can be really stubborn about mm-hmm. things and I was, I was one of those people who lived in denial at the beginning of everything shutting down around this pandemic and uh, just saying, you know, it's a small marathon that I'd signed up for in the spring, you know, and, and they waited and waited and waited to cancel. I think it might have been less than a month before the event um, that I was supposed to run when they canceled. So my training, um, I, I had stuck to the plan and, and I was in, you know, a good place and so I was stubborn. I said, I'm going to run it anyway. You know, I'm not, it may not be, you know, down in uh, where it was supposed to be, but I, I'll do it right here in town. I'm going to do it. And uh, one of my friends from uh, the run club, he said, hey, I, I'm planning on running one, too. Uh, why don't we just go out together? And we selected um, a location. Um, you know, I talked to my wife about it. 
she and, and my kids, they, you know, made a poster and, and they, you know, set themselves up towards the end of the, of the marathon to kind of cheer us on. My daughter ended up making these, these um, little medals for myself <laughs> and for uh, the guy that I, I ran with. And, uh, you know, he said, oh, that's, that's, that's my favorite medal, you know, that I've ever received, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it, it was sweet. And then I had a couple of friends from work who also, uh, they knew that we were going to go out. So they, uh, they, they staged themselves, uh, towards the start of the race with a poster again to, mm-hmm. to cheer us on. And, you know, it's just so overall, yeah, there, there wasn't any, uh, there wasn't any water stops or anything like that. We carried our, our nutrition and our water, uh, but it was a beautiful day. And uh, we just did an out and back and ran back into town and um, felt accomplished, you know, felt yeah. accomplished in the end. My, my daughter, my other daughter, my older one, uh, she's really strong with uh, graphic design. So she ended up designing a bib mm-hmm. for me that I could frame with a photo of the family. And um, so it's, I, I'm chalking that off as marathon number eight, you know, that, that, uh, that counts, that counts in my book. So I, I uh, so I feel good about it. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree that it, it counts. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know that sometimes people get caught up on, you know, if it's a proper race or not and, and what the what all the details are. But, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it, I mean, you know, you, you do you, right? Like, if, if you want to count it as, a, as an official, you know, that's my eighth marathon, absolutely. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, you ran 26.2 miles. So whether whether it had a, an, an official start line and finish line or whether uh, you just did what you got to do, I mean, and especially especially this year, uh, there's no no shame in, in doing that. And, and yeah, you know, it's it, it is, is something that I've, I've said once or twice. I feel like sometimes, um, you know, w- once you start running a fair number of races, like, not that, not that they all kind of, blur but they all kind of blur you know like like you still kind of remember bits and pieces about all but then it's like well what did i run this race or was it was it at that race that this happened and you start to 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 kind of you know fudge some of the details a little bit um but this one i got a feeling like this one is this one's gonna be uh you know always standing alone always always uh easy to remember and and uh you know never never gonna blur into any of the other races that you've run over the years Absolutely. You know, it was, it was special and, uh, it's definitely unique. Mm-hmm. I hope it's unique. I hope, yeah. <laughs> I hope this whole like pandemic goes away and this is not how we're running marathons in the future, but who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's the name of the game. And hopefully, uh, yeah, we can get back to, to whatever, whatever normal is going to look like going forward. It may not be the same as, as it was uh, a couple of years ago, but at least having races again and being around other people and, and not, uh, not worrying every time somebody sneezes or, you know, pulls their yeah. mask down or whatever the case might be. Um, looking, looking into your, your semi-recent past, Sean, I, I know you mentioned to me, uh, you know, kind of like topics of things that maybe to talk about is that, uh, you qualified for Boston, uh, what, I guess in 2019, you said, or about a, you know, not, not too long ago. Um, but didn't, uh, you know, my words here, quote unquote, didn't qualify by enough, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a good enough yeah. qualifying time. Um, how, how close to, uh, to making the cutoff were you? Oh, you know, 18 seconds. Oof. Oh no. Well, well, let me, let me tell you, <laughs> I, I, it was the Sugarloaf, uh, marathon. So it's up here in Maine and it's, uh, it's a nice course and it's a uh, point to point. And, uh, I ran it in 2018 and I, I had a really solid time of three thirty. and then I was going to change age groups, uh, mm-hmm. for 2019, um, which was really a positive for me because it was going to be, I think 325 mm-hmm. was, was going to be the time. And then Boston changed their time requirements <laughs> and dropped it down to 320, which I didn't feel like, uh, was impossible to reach, 
but I also understood why they did it. I think mm-hmm. the previous year you had to beat your qualifying time by I don't know, five or six minutes mm-hmm. um, in order to actually get into the event. So in uh, May of 2019, I went back to Sugarloaf again. And uh, so my qualifying time was 3.20. And I finished 3.19.42 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I qualified by 18 seconds. And I kind of knew uh, that I probably didn't do enough to actually get in. And, uh, you know, I, I submitted my time. Um, and I, I think it ended up being that you had to beat the qualifying time by like a minute and 39 seconds. Mm-hmm. So the 18 seconds didn't quite do it. But you know what? I found uh, a tremendous satisfaction in just beating that standard. Um it, you know, I qualified for Boston. I don't yeah. care. You know, I, I, maybe I didn't make the cut, but I qualified for Boston and uh, Boston didn't happen in 2020 anyway. So, uh, you know what? I, 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 uh, I'll always have that. I, mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I, I think sometimes, and, and, and I'm, not that I'm, I'm have been there yet, but I could see myself kind of getting, uh, you know, the lines blurred a little bit, but, um, you know, I, I think that, the, that there can be this, this thing of like, well, you know, qualifying, but like, you know, was it enough to get into the race? And, and that's, that's two different, completely different things. Like, like whatever the standard is, you know, qualify for Boston. That's, that's a huge, huge achievement. And, you know, whether it's by one second or 18 seconds or a minute and 38 seconds, and, and none of those, you know, were quote unquote enough to, to get to the theoretically to get to the start line this year. But like you said, yeah, it didn't, uh, as everybody knows, didn't exactly happen. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, that's still a, a, a huge accomplishment and, and something that, you know, wh- whether or not you ever qualify again, whether or not you even want to go run the race, um, you know, the, the proper Boston race itself, uh, still qualify for, for, for Boston. I mean, you know, whatever the percentages of, you know, what they say, like 1%, 2% of people ever run a marathon. And then what the percentages that qualify for Boston, like you're in pretty, pretty rarefied air, my friend. So congratulations for that. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, it, it felt good. And, and uh, you know, my my family, again, my wife was there mm-hmm. at the finish line. And, and so that, that was, it was really cool. It was one of those events uh, where it started off really well. And then all of a sudden, I think mile 18 or 20, it was like a downpour. Mm-hmm. And you, you just, you go to this bad headspace. And I didn't even know where I was uh, in terms of how close I was mm-hmm. to the, uh, the cutoff time. And I, I got to the last couple of miles and I, I got back in my head and said, you know what, I'm going to be really disappointed if I come across that finish line and I am two seconds, 22 seconds mm-hmm. beyond, I got to give it my all. I got to crush this, you know, last couple of miles. And um, so it was a great relief to come across and just see that, that you know, 320 hadn't popped up yet mm-hmm. on the, uh, on the timer. But um, yeah, I'm, I am proud of that. Is, is that something looking forward? I mean, obviously we don't know what the future holds in any, in any, you know, form or fashion, but you know, is, is that something that you think you might want to try to give another run at or is Hey, you know what? I qualified it, you know, check that off the list and, and move on. No, I definitely want to, I definitely want to take another crack at it. I, yeah. um, I had a, a really cool opportunity back in 2015 to run the Boston marathon. Um, I was part of the, the main track club. And they had a couple of um, bibs available and you could apply for the bibs. And so I applied for one and um, I was able to you know, pay my way in. And, uh, and it was just uh, what an experience, you know, uh, but I didn't earn my way there. Right. And I, I want to earn my way in and, and have that experience again. Uh, 
But I guess it'll just be a matter of time, you know, to, to wait and see uh, what does the Boston Marathon look like in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's a, a conversation I've had with a couple of folks about what, you know, what 2021 is going to look like. I, I mean, I feel like even the next, the next couple, three or four years, it's going to be, there's going to be fallout from, from COVID-19 as far as from the, you know, the race being canceled and like, what are they doing about, you know, size of the field and, and, um, you know, it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out for the next few years and, and how things change and, um, what that does to qualifying times and, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be a thing that's going to be lingering for a while for some of those, those real big races. Of course, Boston uh, would, would count as one of those, you know, the majors and things like that. Um, but all, you know, all you, all you can do is keep, keep controlling what you can control, right. And keep, keep taking care of yourself and, you know, kind of jump on board my train, get a little bit older, get a little bit faster. And eventually, you know, you keep, yeah. keep for you, just keep staying about where you are, get another age division older. And, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, things are, things are looking pretty good. Yeah. And, I mean, I do feel bad. I, I had a couple buddies who qualified for Boston for the first time this year, and they, uh, you know, they had their bibs, you know, ready to go, and and uh, and of course, you know, they, they, that's been put on hold. Right. Um, so, so I do, you know, I, I I say, oh, you know, no big deal, but I but I do feel bad for those guys who, you know, they make it a goal and they they reach it, and now um, everything's put on hold. But that's that's uh, there's bigger issues out there than than maybe the Boston Marathon. Absolutely. Absolutely agree with that. Um, shifting gears a little bit, Sean, before we get, you know, not, not that we're quite wrapping up yet, but you know, eventually that's going to start to happen, but, uh, we'd love to talk to you about having a family of runners at the house, you know, uh, four kids, uh, a wife that runs yourself that runs, uh, is, is, is running something that is, uh, is generally a, a, a group activity, a family activity at your house, or does everybody kind of do your own thing? Or is it, you know, a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that? Like how, do, how does it shake out with, with all the people in the house being, being runners at the same time? So they run and they, they run at events. Like mm-hmm. I can get them to go out and uh, do, do the five K's because uh, it, it is such a, such a fun community event. Um, but really uh, my wife, she is persistent. She's been running. She has a run streak. I know how you feel about those things, but she has a run streak uh, that's six years old Ooh. at this point. And, she, and she's been getting after it. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. And I think, you know, she, she's proud of it, but I think my son is even more proud of it. You know, she, he checks in with her on a daily basis, you know, Hey, did you run yet? Mom, did you, you know, did you get your, uh, your running? And, uh, it, it's, it's neat to have the kids, um, appreciate that, um, in, in my wife and, and what she's, she's done with that. Um, my oldest daughter, she runs cross country and, and track for her high school. So she gets out there quite a bit. Um, my other three kids, um, they'll do the events and they'll do run streaks, you know, maybe from uh, Memorial day to the 4th of July, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, but they would rather be chasing a soccer ball or, um, playing basketball or, or something like that. Um, that's fine. You know, I, I am happy to, uh, just, just see them being active. Um, but it's awesome when we can all go and represent, at the uh, at the local 5Ks and uh, and the kids do extremely well. They they uh, um, even though they don't like to train for them, they they do really well when it comes to uh, race day. And um, we often go home with uh, with a lot of gift certificates and <laughs> and, and so forth. So uh, you know they get fed because yeah. uh, they get yeah you know they get gift certificates to uh, local restaurants. So they 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 are uh, well looked after at that point. 
there you go. Everybody's everybody's got to earn their keep, and I I, I suppose right. I, I I can't fault uh, fault them fault fault the kids for saying I'd rather go chase a ball around for a few hours than to just go out yeah. and run for a few hours because. Um, I mean, I, I, as much as I like running for a few hours now, I might even still would rather chase a ball around for a few hours than just go out and run. But certainly at, at, at uh, any type of their issue, when I was in college, I would have rather done that too. So uh, I, can, I can totally relate to, you know, yeah, like, like running a race is a little bit more fun than just uh, running all the time uh, when, you're, when you're younger. And, uh, you know, chase a ball, like, yes, let's do that instead. Yeah. Um, it, it, but also, you know, for, uh, for the younger folks and, and turning some people onto the, to the sport a little bit, uh, something that mentioned in the in the intro there about the the program that you have at at your school. Uh, I I don't know a lot of the details about it other than you mentioned it uh, in 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 the note coming before before we chatted and it leads up to a five k. But uh, tell us a bit about this this you know school running program that that you guys have. So we're actually in year nine. Um, several well, nine years ago, there was a grant that was available to start a run program at your school, and one of the things that we'd noticed as a staff was that. Uh, we really weren't giving the kids enough opportunity to be active during the course of the school day. And all kinds of studies have proven that kids are at their best when they have an opportunity to move. Um, it's good for their headspace. It's good for their focus. You, you know, it, it's good for their bodies. You know, these are, we, I work in a middle school. Okay. So we have seventh and eighth graders here and it is imperative that, that they move, you know? Um, and so I applied for the grant. I received the grant and we were able to, to start a program. And, and what we chose to do at that point is we basically um, put all the kids in a couch to 5K program. We have a beautiful track here at the middle school um, facility. We have middle school, high school are kind of attached mm-hmm. here. So we, we have the track. We took advantage of that. About two afternoons a week, we would take the kids out and uh, we'd tell them what kind of what the program was for the day. And we would encourage them, you know, to, to move on the track. And we'd have, you know, seventh graders out there on a couple of days, eighth graders out there uh, on a couple of days. And we were working them towards, um, a, you know, culminating kind of big 5K event at the end of the program. And, uh, and that went really well. I mean, of course, not every kid was running, but everybody was walking. Everybody was moving. And every teacher bought into it. I think that's the, one of those things that kind of separates our school from so many others is, is the teacher buy-in here. The relationships that they have with students in our school is phenomenal. And from the very beginning, we assigned a group of students. I think, you know, it was like 15 kids to a teacher and the teacher served as their coach mm-hmm. over the course of this program. And they would check in with them. They would set goals with the students um, towards the time that the 5k was up, the, the group would get together and make posters, you know, so we can put those up at the 5k event. And, uh, and at the end of that year, that 5k, we, we held it in November. Um, it was also a great community builder. You know, we, we started this run program, maybe mid September, ran it through November, seventh graders coming in. It's a chance for them to get to know each other. Um, and, uh, the event, I think we ended up with 200 and maybe 68 that year, uh, that came out and participated. And it wasn't just the kids, you know, our, our, our student population is probably around 250 kids, but it, it was their parents. It was people from the community and um, it was so good for our school and, and just a, just a positive experience. And I, um, I wanted to make sure that we, we continued it and we had a, a chance to do that moving forward. So I applied for the grant again the following year and I didn't get the grant that year. 
And really, you know, in terms of a grant, what does that pay for? Well, we used it to pay for T-shirts for the kids and mm-hmm. for awards and and a timer and a DJ, you know, thing, things like that to make the, the 5K special. And I, you know, I went back to the staff and I said, hey, we didn't get the grant this year. And they're like, so what? We, we got to keep doing this, mm-hmm. you know, put out to the community. This is a great thing. We need to keep this thing going. So I, I, uh, I sent some letters out to some companies in the community and, you know, I included something in our school newsletter and people started sending us a hundred bucks here, you know, mm-hmm. a couple hundred bucks there. And, and, uh, we started building a little, um, account, you know, so that we could bring this thing back again. You know, it would be one thing if we, we just, Hey, we're going to run or walk uh, a couple times a week guys, but being able to have that 5k event mm-hmm. every November, um, we do it around veterans day, the, the veterans day Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, having, uh, just watching people get involved, you know, bus drivers in the community, they said, Hey, you know, what about, if we uh, provided a, a little service so that people could park their cars far away, mm-hmm. we'll drive them to the start. Sure. That sounds awesome. You know, and some other bus drivers volunteered to help register people on, on race day, you know, teachers got involved in, in other ways. Uh, we had the local girl scouts said, Hey, let's do a water station for you guys. And, um, and those same groups have come back year after year after year and uh, it's, it's really become just a, a special community event. There's one um, family in particular who uh, they got started running through our, it's called the Tritown Family 5K. They got started running. Their son, you know, he, he continued as a runner in high school. He did really well on the cross-country team. But then they have kind of given back by starting a run club in our local three towns and that run club, you know, has grown and, and they travel to races together. And, uh, you know, it's, it's about planting seeds, right? You know, what, what I was saying about my kids earlier, they're not super psyched to go out and do run training, you know, mm-hmm. to, to run around the neighborhood. And that's probably the case with most of our middle school kids here as well. They're not super psyched. Oh yeah. You want to go run circles? Uh, I, what I'm hoping I, I'm doing right now is, is just planting some seeds, you know, with our staff and saying to these guys, hey, this is here for you. And they're watching their teachers out there running with them and, and mm. chatting to them about running and being active. And uh, it's I think it's it's been a game changer for us. You know, I, I think it's it's uh, it's so exciting. It's so fun. It's something that the staff looks forward to every year. Um, of course, this year, it looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, this year, we, we've had to switch gears and go to a, a virtual 5K. Um, and we aren't able to give the same amount of time during the school day um, that we have in the past um, to getting out and, and being active because um, we're on a hybrid schedule. So mm-hmm. we're only getting access to our students two days a week. So we really have to make sure that our focus is on academics while they're here. But at the same time, you know, we, we've set up some new incentives you know, for the students, we're keeping track of cumulative miles that they're running, our, our staff are running or walking or hiking. And uh, we're kind of marking that, you know, as a, as a trip across the United States. You know, mm-hmm. How far can we get from Minot, Maine to Los Angeles, California? And it, it's something that we're kind of watching on a map over time. And, it, it, you know, that's a nice motivator. Of course, I have T-shirts to give away if kids 
reach 50 miles or, or 100 miles of, of training. Um, and the kids are logging that over time. We're having a little, you know, advisory competition between different groups as another incentive. I'm going to order some medals as, you know, my first 5K, you know, for those kids mm-hmm. who get out there and do their first virtual 5K. You know, sometimes, you know, the little bells and whistles and, and bling um, is what we need to, to keep kids moving. And uh, but again, if, if they can just have a taste of kind of these happy, you know, healthy habits that, that we want them to develop or they're bringing this home to their parents and they're, mm-hmm. they're going out for a walk or run with their parents. Um, which is something I really push hard, you know, take your, take your dog for a walk, but bring mm-hmm. your, your, your dad along with you. Um, I, I just, I just think that the, uh, the outcomes are, are going to be huge. You know, even if it just affects, you know, a small group of, of our students, of our families, um, I feel like we've won big time. And uh, so, so I, I it, it's, uh, it's something that I'm very passionate about. And we have, we have a number of weird traditions in our building um but this is one of my my favorite ones mm-hmm. one of the things that i that i really um i look forward to it's, it's a lot of work and and uh you know I'm, I'm really glad to have a group of of staff that are willing to kind of support this and 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 uh make this make this happen um it's it's a unique group of people um but i uh you know i have many memories you know and and uh of of this of this event over time um, the first year may have been one that really sticks out to me. Uh, a boy had just lost his dad mm-hmm. uh, a couple of maybe a month before the event. And that year, our T-shirts for the event, we, we had them printed with a big open space on the back that just says, I run for. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, this boy writing my dad, you know, in big, big letters across the back of his shirt. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that, that really stands out for me that, that that's, that's uh, you know, that, that the kids can have, um, well, that, you know, that, that there's this, this inspiration, this motivation, and, and I hope that that's something that they can carry over to whatever they choose mm-hmm. to do, whether it's athletics or just whatever goals that they have for themselves. I think running provides you with this opportunity to have real-time goal-setting that, that uh, there's so many other parts of life that you don't get to see um, concrete uh, 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 reaching, you know, uh, those goals. You, mm-hmm. you don't get to see that in real time. And in, in running, there's, there's, you know, short-term goals, long-term goals that can be achieved through the work that you put in, you know. And, and, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased to be able to – be part of that for our kids here at our middle school. Yeah, it it, it sounds like a, a really really cool program, and you know what what you just said. I think that that you know again for a lot of us that that are that are listening that that you know found running at some point in our lives and and really kind of embraced it and the idea of you know long term goals, short term goals, but kind of chipping away at them every day or you know whatever whatever the running schedule is. But you know like like making making that that slow but steady progress and seeing where that can lead. Um, I know for for me, you know that that's been that's been something that's been huge for me with with my running over the last you know couple three four years, um, and I, I can just uh, you know 
even just maybe scratch the surface of beginning to imagine what what that lesson could impart on you know a seventh grader on an eighth grader of like you know look what look what you achieved over the course of you know six mm. or seven weeks from the time we started the the program to the time that that we ran the five k and then you know you you started it when you were in seventh grade and then look look how far you came in eighth grade when you when you did it again and just kind of like you said also planting that seed of like what could happen in in my future whether it's running or not but just with that that steady uh steady work consistent work showing up working towards this goal um i mean you know like you said i mean a perfect example that they can they, they can see and and you know maybe not touch specifically but i mean it's right there um it's not some metaphor it's not something that's that's out that you read about in a book or you study from somebody who who did this and and, and achieved that it's like i did this what else can i do and you just open up the world to your students by doing it. So, so kudos to you for getting the grant and then keeping it going when the grant wasn't there. And, and uh, I mean, hopefully it's something that, uh, again, can just kind of continue to, to grow and continue to, to plant those seeds and, and bear fruit for, for, like you said, I mean, li- lifetimes, for generations to come, uh, wherever your students end up. I think it's going to, I think it's just, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I think, I think there's just a feeling that you get from running that if the kids just get up, just a little bit of that now, you know, it, it, and then they go away from running. It's something that they can look back at later and say, Oh, I, I remember I, I ran back in middle school. I, I can do that again. You know, that's, that, that could be their entry point for, you know, just a healthy life later on. So, uh, and they learn about perseverance and they, they learn about, you know, community. It's there's so many lessons to be able to take away from, uh, this experience. Yeah, totally. And, and, uh, you know, like any good lesson, uh, especially for, for, you know, I, I don't have middle schools, but my wife teaches middle school. So I hear about them from her sometimes, but certainly, uh, with, with Addison being in, in first grade, I see sometimes that, uh, you know, the best lessons are the ones that they don't know that they're getting, but they, they get them some other way. Um, and so, so yeah, you know, you, you learn a little something about perseverance, about hard work, about working towards goals, whatever from, from running, um, and, and like you also said, you know, throw some bells and whistles at them, throw them a t-shirt, throw them a, a, yeah. a medal, make it, make it a game. So we're running across the, 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 the country or, you know, whatever the case might be, um, you know, they you make it fun. They learn something that then, you know, can continue to, to shape them and continue to, to mold them and continue to, to pay off for them, you know, months and years and decades down the road. Um, you know, I think, I think we can all say that, uh, that's what we want of our educational system, right? That's what we want for our kids. And so, you know, hat tip to you and, and your, your teachers and your staff and everybody in the community for, for making this, this continue to happen. And, uh, I mean, just, just what an, what an awesome program. Thanks for sharing that, Sean. Uh, you're welcome. I, I, I'm excited about it. So it's, it's an easy one to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So as we're uh, getting to that point of, of wrapping up, I gotta, I, I can't let you off the hot seat before I, uh, you know, asking a philosophical question. So, um, you know, we just, we'd just be curious at, at this point, um, in, in your life, you know, um, what is running, you know, being, being an educator yourself, being in, in education, I've, I've used this question several times because I, it's a one that I enjoy the most, or it's one that maybe not I enjoy the most, but I run out when I really like to like to, uh, to hear about from other folks, um, you know, being an educator, being a runner, uh, you've probably heard me say that I feel like running is, is a great teacher, certainly something that I've learned a lot of lessons from about, you know, from running that I've then used in other areas of life. But we just kind of talked about some of the, that maybe your, your students are learning by, by participating in this, in this program, uh, that you have at the school, but, uh, would be curious for you, you know, what, what are some, you know, one, two, whatever, uh, lessons that you've learned over your, your time as a runner that, uh, has, has probably helped you and, and shaped you and, and, uh, you know, been able to apply it in areas outside of, of your running endeavors. 
Well, I don't know if it's a, a lesson, but I'll, I'll say that it has in, improved my leadership skills. Mm. I think um, it's built a confidence in me. Um, I'm very proud of, of what I've accomplished. I hope that doesn't sound over the top, but uh, you know, I'm proud of, of what I've accomplished. And I think that that builds a, a confidence in me a, as a leader where, um, where I, I, I'm kind of willing to take on some challenges that maybe I wouldn't have taken on otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having those experiences out there running, um, it's just, it's uh, provided for me just a, an energy, a, a, a confidence, a, a, uh, just a good feeling and just put me in the right space, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to be a better leader every day at our school. Um, and then I guess just a, just, a lesson about um, just sticking with things, you know, over time, um, we're going to get better at what we're doing. Um, if we, if we continue to work at it, if we, if we uh, chip away at some of these challenges, you know, I, I, uh, my first marathon was, I don't know, 352 and, and uh, you know, to get it down under 320, um, it wasn't like I just, went out and did the same thing again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had to train, I had to, to learn a lot of lessons along the way. And, uh, you know, eventually, um, I got where I wanted to be. So, you know, learning how to, how to persevere and, and, uh, and, uh, pick up some tricks along the way. Um, I, I, I think it, it's, uh, it's been really positive for me. And, and, uh, um, I, I think those are a couple of the lessons mm-hmm. that I've picked up. I think there's a million lessons. You know, there, there's so many different things that, that, uh, that I've learned over time. Um, just learning how to be, uh, learning how to deal with other people. You know, I think that's, that's another thing that I've learned along the way. Um, and I mean that in a kind way, like mm-hmm. learning how to, 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 to be a, um, uh, part of a group. I think it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's, been a, a game changer, like I said earlier. I, I just I, I'm so grateful to have found running. Yeah, you you and me both, and probably you know most of the folks listening not not along as well of, of thinking of the things we've learned and uh, just happy that we we stumbled into it and uh, no plans on on giving it up anytime soon. So, uh, Sean, thanks, thank you again for the time, and, and once again, guys uh, at s vincent twenty two on Twitter, uh, Sean Vincent on uh, on the Facebook. And that's Sean. I don't think I said this at the beginning, but it's S H A W N. So make sure you're you're searching for the right spelling of Sean there. That'll that'll help you find him, of course. Um, and again, he's in the Facebook group, so you can find him there, and we'll have everything linked up disruns.com slash 890 disruns.com slash 890 as per usual so uh sean thank you again for uh for all the all the the, the miles spent listening to me yammering in your ears I, that, that can't be uh that can't be a fun experience for for everybody but i appreciate you putting up with me uh, appreciate you taking the time today and, and sharing some of your story and uh certainly uh i love what you're doing with with your students and uh certainly wish you uh you and yours nothing but uh the continued best going forward uh thanks for the time today sean really do appreciate it Thank you, Denny. It's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, please keep up your great work, too. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope that you enjoyed the conversation today between Sean and myself. And as per usual, we'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your big takeaway from today's conversation? Um, for me, I'm going to go for more of an obscure thing today. I mean, I think I think there's some some bigger themes that pretty easy, pretty pretty simple to cherry pick from. Um, so I'm going to go a little bit more obscure. And it was it was when Sean was talking about kind of how he got started into into running. 
by joining the, the cross country team in college because he, he wanted to earn a varsity letter. And to me, that's kind of the, the idea of, of kind of cherry picking a little bit in a good way, in a good way. Um, for, for those of us that uh, have never really had the experience or the opportunity to run at the front of a race, um, I feel like I feel like this is where the tie and this is where the takeaway comes from is that, you know, maybe at some point in the down the road in the future, um, maybe it might be fun if it if it floats your boat and something that I think I think I've kind of sort of thought about a few times, but it hasn't quite worked out just yet. To, to cherry pick a race, to cherry pick a race, to find, you know, a race that's pretty small. Maybe it's a local race. Maybe it's a race you're traveling to, but it's a, it's a pretty, you know, under the radar, uh, you know, not a, not a huge popular race and see about cherry picking a, a spot, at least on the age group podium, if not even maybe a, as a chance to, to fight for, you know, a, a, a podium place overall, or maybe a podium place, you know, in the master's division, if you're in, in that age group, you know, um, but but you know if you're if you're typically a mid packer especially at a at a race with you know hundreds or thousands of people, it might be kind of a, a fun experience for you, a different challenge, a different race day situation, to you know cherry pick to run a small race and and see what it's like to be up there towards the front. Uh, I've had the opportunity to do that a couple of times at like the local you know church fundraiser five k type of situation. One time I I won it. Uh, one time I I finished second. Because, uh, you know, the first, it wasn't the first year of the race. I think it was the second year of the race. Uh, I, I was, for, well, actually, I finished second to my dog. She, she beat me across the finish line. Uh, but I took the first human award for that race. And then the next year, I was hoping, hey, maybe I got a chance to win it again. And, uh, you know, one of like the 16-year-old kids that runs cross country that came out and ran, you know, whatever. He ran 16-minute 5K or something like that and, and didn't even seem like he was breaking a sweat. So he, he won it going away. And I, you know, finished uh, second or third because I had the dog with me again. Um, but, uh, you know, came in second human, uh, whatever, 22 minutes or something like that. So, uh, but again, the moral of the story, it's a different experience running up at the front of the pack like that. Something that uh, is fun. And and I would love to have the opportunity to do something like that. Maybe at a, at a bigger race, as far as a longer race at a half marathon or a marathon, uh, and see what that feels like to, to lead, or at least be challenging for the lead or up there close to the front. Uh, and, and quite honestly, the only way I'm doing that is if I, is if I cherry pick a little bit. Something that, that Sean did to earn a, a college varsity letter. Not a bad strategy. Not a bad strategy. So uh, maybe a little different takeaway than what you were expecting, but something that I just it just put a smile on my face and then going back and, and you know working through producing the episode, getting it ready to go, uh, put a smile on my face again of like, yeah, you know, that's 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 not bad. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing uh, immoral or unethical or anything like that. Like if, you know, a race is... is you know, the, the competitors at the race are the competitors at the race. And so even if, you know, you're, you're running a time that would never be up near the front of, of a race with, with lots and lots of people, if not a lot of people show up, Hey, you want a race period. You know, just like anytime I've said before, you know, you finish on the, on the, you know, second in my age group, but there were only two of us. No, 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 no. You finish second in your age group period. And so, Hey, if you can do that at, uh, by running at the front of the pack, because there's only maybe maybe the pack's only six people deep, and you finished you know third out of six uh, overall. But that's still third overall. Nothing wrong with that. So uh, something that that like I said, I've been thinking about ish. Not not really investing a lot of time and effort into thinking about it, but uh, it's crossed my mind once or twice in the past. And something that uh, maybe maybe I'll be you know once races are a thing again, maybe I'll try to cherry pick cherry pick a, a small race. See what happens. See if we can't finish up there near the near the front of the of the standings, and just you know cover up the time. Don't worry about the time. Just hey, second overall, we'll take that. 
We'll take that. So that was my takeaway. I don't know if it's what you expected. I don't know if it's what I expected, but it, it was something that I enjoyed out, out of the conversation. Uh, so that's what stood out to me. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? Let me know at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. Of course, you can send an email as well to DizRuns at gmail.com. And you can always, always, always head over to the show notes and leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, takeaways there. DizRuns.com slash 890 is the link today. You got to scroll on down past all the text to the comment section at the bottom of the page. And uh, feedback, always appreciated. Always appreciated. Uh, one last time for, for YNAB, if you want to try out the budgeting software, uh, give it a spin. It, it is a little, I don't want to say it's clunky because it's not clunky, but there's a bit of a learning curve. So, uh, you know, dive into some of the tutorials they have. Ask me any questions that, that you want. Not that I've got it figured out, you know, the, all the ins and outs, but I figured out at least how to make it work, which took me a little over a month to do that. So, you know, if, if that month trial seems a little bit like, I don't know at the end, like... My advice is, unless you're completely like, no, this is terrible, lean into it, continue to make it work for you. Um, and once you do, and it's been it's been a game changer. It's been a game changer for us and, and for a lot of folks I know that have used the software. So check it out uh, get, and get yourself an extra free month if you decide to keep going on with it by using the link disruns.com slash YNAB. That's the letters Y-N-A-B for you need a budget. Uh, disruns.com slash YNAB. And if you have any questions on it, obviously not that I'm trying to get into your personal life or your financial life, but just how to set it up, how to structure it, how to, how to make it work. I'm happy to, to do my best to try to uh, answer those questions or point you in the direction of some resources that are available. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so with that, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap this one up. Uh, as per usual, if you enjoyed this episode, if you, if you know somebody that uh, might might enjoy hearing Sean's story or any other you know episode along the way, hit that share button in your in your app on your device wherever you're listening to the show, uh, and tell other folks about the podcast or about this particular episode. That's always appreciated. Until next time, y'all, please be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, see you guys.